Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your host, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everyone. Michael the Maven here. Today, I want to share with you uh, something that has greatly influenced my ability to become a producer, to create content, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, making these training videos, whether it's writing a journal or creating a blog online, creating products. There, there was, there is something behind all this, and there's a story I need to tell you about living in Russia. And I think this this had a big influence on me was in Moscow, we would travel by subway. It's a very common way to travel. The vast majority, it seems, of the people in Moscow travel on the subway. You can really get to anywhere traveling on the sub on the subway because it's so extensive. If anybody's been to Moscow, you you know what I'm talking about. However, if you get off the subway at you know, high traffic stops at a certain time in the evening, usually about five or six when everybody's getting off work, what you will see are these long lines of babushki, these old women, and often men, sometimes two, forming uh, two lines that run adjacent to the exit of the metro, and they're standing there holding different types of commercial goods. It might be butter, it might be a bottle of milk, it might be sour cream. Very common to see somebody holding a dried fish. I don't know if this still goes on, but it was definitely very common. And so they're just standing there and they're holding these products. And so what's happening is they are trying to sell these products for a premium to those individuals who are on their way to go get home. They don't want to go to the store. They just want to kind of go home. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the stores in Russia at the time, far different than anything that you could imagine compared to what we have. What we have is like a Disneyland of food, whereas back then you could walk into a store and it might be selling one thing, you know, like uh, bread or it might just be selling, you know, margarine. There, now, there were supermarkets, but they were terribly understocked. So the idea is, is that these, indiv- these uh, enterprising individuals they would go out somewhere, they would find a good deal on some butter, you know, buy maybe three or four of them, and they would go stand by the metro, sell it for a slight increase uh, than what they bought it, and they would make it, you know, maybe a buck or two, you know, but that's how they could afford to eat. A lot of these people, they're super poor, some of them. I liked certain things about this in terms of the culture. It it was almost not really a social thing, but it was just something that was unique to Moscow. You know, uh, when I went to Nizhny Novgorod, I didn't see this as much. Suffice it to say, it was just a normal thing that you would see in Moscow. And so I loved how enterprising they were. I loved how everyone was so willing to become an entrepreneur in a way and and to make a profit. But there there was another side of this that I didn't like. The individual was not creating something. So that yes, they were becoming an, an entrepreneur, but they weren't really making something new. I, you know, I, I would think about that a lot. I was like, in terms of a business model, would I be comfortable just buying something and reselling it? Some people are, some people aren't. If you look at eBay and now Amazon, uh, there are tremendous business opportunities simply buying something and reselling it. You know, my, my opinion on this has changed because you can create a business model and that is being very creative. If you look at what, you know, Amazon does, it basically just resells things. 
but it has created, you know, Bezos has created this amazing business machine that was really brilliant. It was just amazing. But coming back to my training in biology, what would happen is, you know, we'd I would study um, certain things about photosynthesis, for example, and consumers. And I started seeing these parallels between what happens in biology, the food chain. So when we look at plants, they are the reason we are alive. All, all life would cease to exist if we didn't have plants. And the thing that plants have that is vastly different <laughs> than animals is the ability to photosynthesize, meaning they are able to harness light energy, split water, and, and create this amazing process where they're able to create energy from sunlight. Okay, so that is the definition basically of a plant is something that has chloroplasts and something that can create energy from sunlight. It's, it's, it's really amazing. So to me, and, and they are referred to as producers in biology, all life starts at plants. Okay, and so then you have the first consumer. It's something that eats a plant. And then you have another consumer, something that eats the first consumer. And then so you have secondary and tertiary consumers, which is basically animals eating other animals. So, you know, and, and the deeper you go on this chain, the more animals that that uh, consumer has to eat in order to stay alive. But when you trace it all back, the magic happens at the plant level, the producer. So what happened was uh, I was, you know, studying at the University of Alabama. I was doing I was doing grad work and I was looking at the food chain. I was preparing a lesson for my undergrads. And I I realized that if you are a consumer that just basically eats something else that somebody else made, you're not creating as much. And it was a very conscious decision. And I remember I wrote it down in my idea journal, you know, things I learned. I wrote, I am a plant in the journal. That was the entry for the day. I am a plant. And when I said that, what I was meaning was, I want to be an individual who creates something original, somebody who captures ideas, which was my symbol for sunlight. So it's like this idea is coming into my mind. How am I able to capture that idea and convert it into something real and bring it to life? And I just kind of, from that point on, just said to myself, you know what? I don't want to work doing things where I'm just buying and selling. And, and the truth of the matter is I do this all the time. I buy and sell all the time, but I didn't want my core business to be something where I am simply purchasing something that somebody else created and resold it. And the reason is because there have been so many people who have lived on the earth for so long. I wanted to do something original. Now that's a whole different conversation. Can a person become original? I obviously truly believe this, but I have also had conversations where people believe that the vast majority of what we can create or think has already been created or thought of. There, there are people out there who actually believe this. I am not one of those people, but from that time forward, I have considered myself a producer. I'm going to capture inspiration that I have, and I'm going to do something with it. And in some of the chapters in the efficiency playbook, take, for example, stale ale, I talk about what happens when you get a great idea. And if you don't act on it, how it can affect your ability to receive 
uh, new ideas. And sometimes you have to kill those ideas off. And now what happens is I probably reject 90 to 95% of the, the new ideas that I get simply because I can't do them all. I, I just want to focus on the best 5%. So in the end, if you are an entrepreneur, even if you're buying and selling things, uh, I believe you have to make a conscious decision to say, I am a producer. I'm going to create a new business or a new business model and to the degree of how much of that is capturing inspiration and putting it to real life work is up to you. But this is why sometimes I'll see business opportunities, maybe in real estate or you know in stock markets. I'm just not interested in them because it, it it makes me feel like I'm just buying and selling something, and it, and it to me that just it's not as fulfilling. And so that is part of the drive that I have to create new content, new videos, and things that I believe are coming from inspiration in my mind. I know that's kind of a long entry today, but anyway, think about it and decide what you are. Are you a producer or are you a consumer? In any event, I hope you guys have a great day today. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.